In the name of Jesus. Where did you get your seed? Think about that for a second. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about your field or your garden. Where'd you get it? Pioneer? Oldie? Maybe the school auction? Or was it Walmart? Or Schulner? Maybe Andy's in Hanover? How'd you get your land? Or what's on it? Ponder that for a moment. Has it been in your family and passed down to you? Did you buy it? What about your house? Who'd you buy it from? Who used to live there? What about your outbuildings, if you have them? Who built them? Who's paid for them? Last one, where'd you pick up your food? Consider that. How'd all those things that you've cooked or will cook for your Thanksgiving feast end up in your cupboard? Did you buy it at Walmart, Kears, Chromies, somewhere else? Let's take a look at these questions again. Where'd you get your seed? How'd you get your land or what's on it? Where'd you get your food? Now I'm going to fathom a guess. Don't worry, I won't ask for a show of hands or anything. I'm going to guess that for most of you, God was not the first answer. Now I get it. I think like this too. And it's true. Sometimes people just want to know where you've bought something. That's entirely possible. But here's the thing. Not going to God first as the giver of all that we have is a byproduct of us living in the wealthiest country in the history of the world. It's hard for our human nature, especially where we live, to admit that we are not independent. We are all dependents. Dependence of the Father. Dependent on His good graces in His Son, Christ Jesus. Only because of Him does the Father make His Son shine on the evil and on the good and send rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. As the Catechism teaches, He gives daily bread even to all evil people. Apart from the Holy Spirit, we can't and won't confess that God, the Father of Jesus, is the giver of everything we are and have. And so God is the one who really gave you the can of pumpkin you needed for your pie. Not going to God as the giver of all we are and have also comes from our modern way of thinking where we're, we rely too much on science and industry and in how we think about the universe. Here's what I mean by that. We end up viewing creation as some sort of system, a machine. And sure, God is the designer, the builder of all things, but he's 
separate from his creation, off somewhere in heaven, distantly ruling over the universe as its own standalone thing. Maybe he's the power running the machine, making sure the universe keeps operating, but that's about it. And because of that, we so often talk in godless terms about life in general and farming specifically. Our default is to forget that God is in charge of rain and weather, plants and crops. There is no need to knock on wood. That doesn't do anything. God's in charge. There's no such thing as Mother Nature. Listen to what Paul says. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater will supply and multiply your seed and increase the fruit of your righteousness. God the Father, because of the mercy he has in Christ Jesus, supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater. God tells us in the Bible that he is intimately involved in his creation for our benefit, the benefit of the creatures that he created. In him we live and move and have our being is what St. Paul preaches in Athens. He says in Colossians, in Jesus, all things hold together. All things exist for him and by him, Hebrews says. And finally, Paul says in Romans 11, for from the triune God and through him and to him are all things. So what does it look like when Paul says he supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater? Well, God supplying seed to the sower looks like this. The earth produces by itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. We think it's just Pollination, sprouting, tasseling, drying, harvesting. No. It's just various stages of us observing God supplying seed to the sower. So also bread to the eater. Isn't it just yeast? A bag of flour I picked up from Walmart? A mixer? An oven? No, it's God doing those things. From the seed in the ground to the mill, from the bagging plant to the semi-drive, from the cashier to your cut cabinet, God is supplying bread to the eater. God isn't in gaps. We just observe God always. But he's hidden. He is hidden so much that we just call it ag science or baking, or shopping. But everything you have, no matter what you have, it's all gift. 
And it doesn't matter your age either, even kids. Listen up for just two seconds, kids. The toys you have, your pets, even your school supplies that you use at school, all gift from God to you. So also when you get older, feedlot, cattle, corn, house, home, family, body, soul, all gift from the Father on account of his mercy in Christ Jesus. And with that mercy and favor comes not only the gifts of creation, but also salvation. What about your righteousness, your innocence before God? Yeah, that too. As Paul said, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater will supply and multiply your seed and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Christ Jesus won your salvation. He paid for your sins. Today we're thankful for the forgiveness of our sins of forgetfulness, of not always seeing God as the giver of our possessions. That sin is paid for by the precious blood of Jesus. But the Lord doesn't just supply Christ's own righteousness once for all at Calvary. He continually is giving it to you, pouring it out upon you too. He multiplies it all the more. He unites creation with his word so that you're baptized. You hear sermons and receive the Son's body and blood through bread and wine. And in those places, God isn't hidden but most revealed because he tells us, reveals it in his word. And by his working, we trust it by faith. For by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. The psalmist says, so also water with his word is a baptism, a life-giving water, rich in grace and a washing of the new birth in the Holy Spirit. Bread and wine with his words are indeed his body and blood given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. In these ways, he makes you and continually makes you righteous. So righteous, in fact, that you then no longer think of your land and crops as yours. Like the man in the Jesus' parable did. He thought they were just his. No, they are God's free gift to you, given so that you would become a cheerful giver, as Paul says, no longer worrying about how the system will work in your favor. God's doing the whole thing, beginning to end. Where'd you get your seed? How'd you get your land and what's on it? Where'd you get your food? God the Father, on account of his mercy in Christ Jesus. And God, the Holy Spirit, enlightens our eyes by faith to realize this and to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving, as the Catechism teaches. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater will supply and multiply your seed and increase 
the fruit of your righteousness. On account of Christ's death and resurrection for you, God is working all things for your good, whether it's seed to the sower or bread to the eater, whether it's your righteousness, your being forgiven, your holiness, or your eternal life and resurrection from the dead on the last day. As Paul says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? He does, and he will, in the name of Jesus. Jesus.